This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey, everyone, this is Eric Nordoff, and you're listening to The Courage Cast. Glad to be with you again. We're continuing on in Chase the Lion by author Mark Batterson, chapter 13, which is Snowy Day. Again, we're continuing in the story of In a Pit with a Lion on a Snowy Day, the chapter 2 Samuel 23, uh, the story of one of David's mightiest warriors going into battle, running to to the roar, running into a cave, and killing a lion. And the legend is true. He became one of David's greatest warriors. But it did happen on a snowy day, which this chapter points out that means that it wasn't a perfect day. It was actually maybe a very difficult day to do this kind of thing. It's actually a beautiful picture of the way God works in our lives. God wants to redeem every attack the enemy has waged against us, is what Mark Batterson says in here. In fact, what the enemy intends for evil, God will use for good. God will always use for good what maybe to the world seems evil or wrong or maybe not perfection or not the ideal opportune thing. So, That could mean things like suffering, failure, disappointment, cancer, divorce. These are just some of the things that the enemy has waged against us, but God will use for good. Or maybe it's something that the enemy waged against us and we have to take responsibility for it because we listened to the enemy. We listened to the voice of the devil and we listened to him consistently enough that led us to a place of failure or disappointment or cancer or divorce or some sort of suffering. Some, or it could have been something that wasn't our cause at all. It wasn't something that we need to take responsibility for, but that just happened to us. Okay? So what the enemy has waged against us, God will use for good. He always will. God wants to recycle those things for his purpose. He talks in the book here about the theory of compensation. It's a story of a man named Alfred Adler. He proposed a theory of compensation. Adler believed that perceived disadvantages often prove to be well-disguised advantages because they force us to develop attitudes and abilities that would have otherwise gone undiscovered. It's only as we compensate for those disadvantages that we discover our greatest gifts. See, you achieve things because of the disadvantages. It's not in spite. Success is not achieved in spite of disadvantages, but it took the disadvantage to bring about in you and me and in others the success Oftentimes, they're the springboard of success. He talks here about destiny. Destiny isn't revealed on sunny days. It's usually revealed on snowy days. Destiny isn't revealed while watching cute kitten videos. 
It's revealed when you cross paths with a 500-pound lion. Guys, this book will not let you get away from running to the roar, from going through the hard stuff, from seeing that good comes from going through difficulty. You have gifts and abilities that you aren't even aware of, but they are often buried underneath or beneath perceived weaknesses. In those disadvantages, dreams are playing hide and seek. I really like that. In those disadvantages, dreams are playing hide and seek. A lot of times we look at bad conditions or terrible situations and we add God, we ask God to change those circumstances, but God says, no, I'm using those circumstances to change you. Instead of expending all your energy trying to get out of them, get something out of them. That's good. I love that. Quit trying to get out of them, but get something out of them. In other words, learn the lesson God is trying to teach you. People are always blaming their circumstances for what they are. He says here, I don't believe in circumstances. The people who get on this world, get on in this world, are the people who get up and look for the circumstances they want. And if they can't find them, they make them. Hmm. That does not coexist with this thinking that God is going to make it happen. We actually need to make it happen and find them. If God has birthed that dream in you, it's up to us to steward that dream and go make it happen, right? That's really, really good, guys. Uh, this, is, uh, this is another great part of the book, The Art of the Start. Mark Batterson says, you cannot finish what you do not start. Wow. You cannot finish what you don't start, but the key is to start. He talks about, what it took to write a book. He said, don't worry about getting an agent or finding a publisher. Write for an audience of one. The moment one definitely commits oneself, the providence moves to. This is a really good word here from William Hutchinson Murray. He said, there's one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans that the moment one definitely commits oneself, the providence moves to whatever you can do or dream you can begin it boldness has genius power and magic in it so the key is to start <clears throat> i will tell you i just came back from walker stalker con which is the convention that i helped start with my former partner james who's been on this podcast if you want to listen to one of the most Listen to episodes of the Courage Cast. You want to listen to the James Frazier podcast. Uh, it is fantastic. I call him James Frazier, the Lion Chaser, and that's the podcast episode you want to li- uh, you want to listen to. Because one thing that we were really good at is we weren't afraid to start. We weren't afraid to start. We weren't afraid to move and take action. And now I have a lifetime of memories of this amazing thing that I helped get to be a part of that now puts tens of thousands of people, puts smiles on tens of thousands of people's faces most weekends, 17 weekends out of the year. That gives me great joy and satisfaction to know that, I was, that I've been a part of that and that I didn't quit and I didn't not start 
although I did want to three times. And I'm grateful to have had him in my life to help push me further than I thought I could go. Um, I like this part here, 80% certainty, 80% certainty. Whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks to the clouds will not reap. If you're waiting for perfect conditions to pursue your dream, you'll be waiting till Christ returns. It doesn't matter whether a sunny day or a snowy day is forecast. At some point, you need to throw caution to the wind. Do it after you've done your due diligence, but do it. And then he quotes uh, the Andy Stanley book, The Next Generation Leader. He talks about a paradigm shift that occurred for him. Generally speaking, you are probably never going to be more than about 80% certain. Waiting for greater certainty may cause you to miss an opportunity. Waiting for greater certainty may cause you to miss an opportunity. Depending upon your personality, I don't know why these all rhyme. (laughs) No amount of information may move you past a particular degree of certainty. I rarely get past about 80%. That's true. 80%. You just need to be 80% certain and then go, right? Then it's go time. Then it's go time. But my favorite part is the end of the book here is really the last two sentences, the last two paragraphs. And he says here, generally speaking, we see only what we're looking for. We see only what we're looking for. If you're looking for excuses you will always find one. But the same is true for opportunities. If you look for opportunities, you'll find them all around you all the time, even on a snowy day. Very well said. Very well said. Great chapter. Again, this is chapter 13 of Chase the Lion by author and pastor Mark Batterson. Love this book. Love what what he has to say in this chapter. Things aren't always going to line up perfectly. My big takeaway is you're only going to be 80% certain. 80% certain. And I love the, the art of the start. Just getting started. Just getting started is, is key. Don't think too much. Don't spend too much time planning. Get up to about 80% certain and then just hit the go button, guys. Don't think you're ever going to get any more certain than that. Now is the time. We're not getting any younger And just like we said on the last episode, your biggest regret, your regrets are going to get bigger and bigger the longer you wait to take action. So if that's not motivating you enough, maybe today's is. Well, that's it for me, friends. I'm Eric Nordoff, and you've been listening to The Courage Cast. Now put this book down, put this podcast down, and go about the business of being courageous. Courageous. 